Oh, praise the Lord. Oh, give me a resounding hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Are you here? Let me see your right hand. Just let me see your right hand. Add the left one. And if you want to clap, clap well for Jesus. And make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Oh, awesome, awesome. Welcome to church. Distinguished ladies and gentlemen in Christ, welcome to church. Welcome to church. This morning, I, I want to acknowledge two, three personalities that are invited and who made it this morning. I am talking about colleagues in office, Emmanuel and Kuma. Ima, let's see you. Thank you for coming. And Aisha, Aisha, thank you for coming. My colleagues at work. And then I invited Ni Jan. Ni, where are you? Ni? Ni, thank you for coming. Gospel Sunday, thank you for coming. Right, this morning, um, may the peace of the Lord Jesus be with you. Oh, I need amen. When you respond, it pushes me on. I, I, are you here? Fantastic. Today is Gospel Sunday, and I want to introduce to you a very fine gentleman. I want to introduce to you the changer of life. I want to introduce to you the divider of the oceans. His name is Jesus. Oh, come on. Somebody say Jesus. His name is Jesus. A very fine gentleman. A wonderful man. A man that transforms lives. A man that changes destinies. A man that came into our life and made we who we are. I'm talking about Jesus the Christ. Oh, say Jesus the Christ. This morning... He is passing. So I've, my, I've named my discussion this morning, a man called Jesus is passing by. Every day in life, we encounter people. Every day in society, we meet people who comes across in our daily endeavors. Some appear to us as influencers. Some appear to us as helpers. Others come to destroy. Others come to break their hearts. But this morning, a very fine gentleman is passing through this church this morning. And he's here to save you. Oh, your amen is under. I want to start by John. You have to be very quick. Give me John chapter 9 and verse 1. 9, 1. Just the A. 9, 1. John 9. And now, as Jesus passed by, he saw... As Jesus passed by, he saw. As Jesus is passing through this morning, he will see. Oh, come on. As Jesus passed by, he saw. Where is your position in life? Where have you positioned yourself in life? What is tormenting your life? As Jesus runs through this church this morning, he will see. So, my introduction is that Jesus Christ is passing through this morning and he will see you. Now, take me to where I want to speak. Give me Luke the chapter 2, verse 41 to 45. Luke chapter 2, verse 41 to 45. And distinguished ladies and gentlemen, let's read. When his, when his parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover... And when he was 12 years old, they went up to Jerusalem according to the custom of the feast. When they had finished the days, as they returned, the boy Jesus lingered behind in Jerusalem. And Joseph and his mother did not know. But supposing him to have been in the company. Now, let me explain this. As yearly custom... Joseph and Mary had gone to be counted. And they were returning. They were returning. And they did, Bible said that they had worked one day, one full day. In the olden days, there were no vehicles. So assuming they were going with chariots or donkeys or whatever, they had traveled one full day without recognizing that Jesus was not part of the journey. 
many years have you traveled in life? How many years have you gone in life? Is Jesus part of the journey? This morning, I came to ask you a very simple question. When you do self-introspection and you sit down, analyze your life, is Jesus truly part of your life? Distinguished ladies and gentlemen, are you walking with Jesus? Huh? Are you moving in this journey with Jesus? Bible says, and when they realized that Jesus was not part of the journey, they began searching for him. My God, somebody should begin searching for Jesus this morning. Why is Jesus in your life? And as I read the scripture, I saw something. Bible says, and Jesus lingered behind. Why? For I don't care of the parents. I don't care. I don't care lifestyles. How can you journey with a little boy without you finding out? How can you walk your life anyhow? How can you sit in this Ghana anyhow? How can you walk? I don't care. When you are living a life anyhow, Jesus will linger behind. What are you talking about? When you live your life anyhow, Jesus will linger. He will stay behind. So when they walk anyhow without taking care, when they refuse to see what the Lord has done, when they refuse to cherish him, he lingered. But he will linger. He will stay behind. So this morning, you cannot be coming to church as a Christian and live your life anyhow. My God. You cannot call yourself a Christian and be chasing people's husbands anyhow. You cannot call yourself a Church of Pentecost member and live your life anyhow. Smoke anyhow. Drink anyhow. What are you talking about? Jesus will linger. And the Bible says, and Jesus lingered behind. What? If you don't do self-introspection this morning, Jesus will linger. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. They realize the mistake. And they turn around going to look for Jesus. Three solid days. Three solid days. How old are you? 25? 23? How old are you? Turn back and look for Jesus. And the Bible says that, and when they returned, they walk another, so they have walked, do the calculation, they have walked one year, one day up. Now they have realized that it's not bad. So they will have to walk another one day back. And then they began searching him one full day, three solid days. Effort, efficiency of work, hard work, looking for the Savior. And uh, they really found him. When you look for Jesus with eagerness, with enthusiasm, with zeal and alacrity, you will find him. You're going to find Jesus. You will find him in the situation. Jesus is there. He is there. You are going to find him, sister. You are going to receive him, brother. You are going to see him in that situation. The reason why your life is like that, the reason why you have not experienced Jesus is because your effort is limited. It's fatal. Your effort is fatal. We cannot find you in church. We, we cannot find you. We want people to work. We can't find you. You are not doing any effort in this church since you came here. All that you know is that Sunday you dress and come. As to who clean the chairs, you don't care. Who put this, you don't ask for you. Always you don't care. No effort at all. Jesus will linger. God, I've always said that God is a just God. He is a fair God. In fact, he has said that he's a rewarder of those who diligently So those who diligently seek Jesus, he finds them. You will find him. Those who position themselves very well, you will find him. Those who make an effort, you will find him. 
But the kind of, if this is the way you will lead your life. Look, the ultimate purpose of the church is to see you in heaven. All that you are struggling to do, today we put instrument here. The next day we send it here. We, bring, we are trying to impress you so that you go to heaven. All that you are doing is to help you go to heaven. Sister, it's not about money. It's not about anything. It's not about shirt or dress or shoes. Masabri. It's not about your pulse. It's not about anything. What we are trying to do is to mold you, help you, push you to arrive in heaven. So if your lifestyle will not lead you into heaven, it's fatal. Dead on arrival. If you're, what you're doing is, look, look, we say we are possessing nations. I will arrive there. If what you're doing cannot possess your house, forget. Forget it. You must begin to possess your family first. Then you walk out of your family, possess your environment, walk out of, so you possess, 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 and you possess. Oh, hallelujah. You are quiet. I ain't say anything yet. I'm coming. Today, you see, I love the scripture. They said, and they thought that, hey, you go and read it. Luke 2, 41 to 45. They thought, they thought that Jesus was there. They thought. A lot of people think that Jesus is still in their life. He is lingering behind. They thought, Pastor, they were they thought. Near Jean said, Yes, you come. Name Jean said, I thought. They thought Jesus was in the boat, not knowing that the man is lingering behind. But he can't entertain that kind of lifestyle. So if you have been blessed, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian, and, and walking and without prayer, no word, empty Christian, lazy, lazy Christians, change your lifestyle. Today, Jesus is here to save. A mighty man to save. I will arrive there. Let's become quick, small, small. Don't be thinking. Be sure. One boss I had. I said, boss, I think so. Don't think. Be sure. This is a bank. You cannot be thinking. You lose money. Don't think. Be sure. A boss, I think. Don't think. You can only think when you're formulating ideas. But if you're confirming something, confirm it. Don't be thinking rough, rough. Be sure. Gentlemen, be sure you yourself you know. Be a wasa you know. You drink star. Uh, which one again? Golda. Um, huh? Badweiser. Um, Heineken. Smenov. Oh, where the alcohol near Kakredi? Guna. <laughs> Jesus turned water into wine. This is wine, Guna. Keep, keep drinking wine. They say wine is good for the heart. <laughs> Drink wine and become 300 years old on earth. Jesus will come. Our policy is that we don't drink alcohol. Listen to me. Let me make it clear. We don't drink alcohol or don't. It's out. Not 1%, not 2 It's 0%. No alcohol. Alcohol-free system. I was coming from the United States through Dubai some time ago. Was it, was, it, was it U.S.? No, I was coming from Seoul, Korea. And there were some two Ivorians sitting uh, I was on the window, one, two. The guys can drink. Hey! Hello, can you give me wine? You know, they, they, they said, excuse me, white wine or red? White wine. Hello, can you drink wine? I'm a I'm Hey, Then I will remind myself, I am an elder of the church. You can drink all your wine. I don't care about you, man. Sometimes in life, you got to you and me. You, you, join, you join the group. Every Friday, you go and you join them. Chill, chill. <laughs> this is a TGI. Thank God, it's Friday. Boys tire, boys, boys tire. 
And they've been doing boys tire, boys tire, boys tire, eh, boys tire, be before you realize you're smoking weed. Put that now. Sit down and say, boys tire. Repent, repent. Jesus is not with you. Repent. You cannot. A certain pastor said, if Jesus was to use one character to just, well, yes, in heaven, let me see your teeth. If you, if you have smoked, uh, from today, you are a Christian in and out. You are a follower of Christ in and out. Calibro. You have to speak when you have to speak. You have to speak the tongues. You have to roar. I like it. You have to roar when you need to roar. Because the lion of the tribe of Judah, we are the descendants. We are lions. Young, how do we say young lions? So we roar. My God, yesterday I charged around for Matebe, bro. Open the windows. Hey, somebody is in the environment. I am taking possession. Every power in this environment and the hearing of my voice, you will not operate. I have come to this house. The environment is mine. I take authority. Sit down there. One week, no prayer. You think Pentecost will save you? So I introduce to you Jesus. Now, who is this Jesus? Who is this Jesus? Or who do people say this Jesus is? 16 verse 16, Matthew. Matthew. So you come 13. You come 13. Come 13. When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea, Philippi, he looked. He asked his disciples, who do people say the son of man is? Who is this Jesus? Now, when you read chapter 16, 1, Matthew, you realize that the Philistines, the Sadducees and the Pharisees, the Bible says they went to test Jesus. You know what they used to test him? Go to one. I want you to read it. I don't need to tell you. Read it. Look. The Pharisees and the Sadducees came to Jesus and tested him. Look, look how they are testing Jesus. Oh. By asking him to show them signs. I also now hear my passport being through. Already, if you are saying you are the real man, give me lotto number. As some prophets are doing. Do a magic. Do wonders. Hey. Do. And I'm saying that, okay. Jesus can do miracles. Why are they saying they are testing? Hello, are you here? You look at it. Jesus, he did a lot of miracles. Why will the performing of a sign of a miracle will be a test? Why would they test him with something he can do? To so move on, let me say something before we go to that. He replied, you people, you, these Pharisees and the Sadducees, in the evening when it's coming to rain, you people, you know. When the sun is going down, you people, you are very experienced, you know. So you move on. And in the morning today, it will be storm, for the sky reddened. But how to interpret the appreciation of the sky? But you cannot interpret the sun, go further. Uh -huh. Now look at, look at Jesus' response. When they asked him to do wonders, those of you who have been following wonders, wonders, sign, sign, prophet three, prophet six, prophet one, prophet nine. Every day you are in some prayer camp or some prayer meeting, somewhere, somehow. Abba. Jesus said, You are a wicked and adulterous generation. This will not be me saying, I'm It'll be Jesus. If your purpose, if your motive of coming to church is to see miracle, 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 wonder, wonder. You are an adulterous and wicked generation. Why? Why? Why will Jesus say this? Why? Because many people do not even know Jesus. They don't know him. You jump to the 13, I'm coming. They don't know him. Yet, they want a miracle from somebody they don't know. They have not accepted him as their Lord and personal Savior. Yet, they want a miracle. You are a wicked man. The Bible says, Make up number, you know, be me say. 
people say I am? Now when Jesus posed this question, move to the next one. Next. They replied. Some say John the Baptist. <laughs> Others say Elijah. All following miracles. Elijah, miracle, miracle. John the Baptist. Hey, hey. Preach, preach. There are some people that can preach, Papa. But that is not it. This morning we study the characters of the burial church. When you preach, you'll go and research. Are you here? But what do you think? You. People say I am John the Baptist. Is that how you are revealing me to your outsiders? Some of you, every prayer come, you go. So in your office, they know that you are a miracle woman. You have revealed yourself to your office as a jumper of miracles. Hey, they say this software is here. He's sharp, Papa. Very, very sharp. Hey, a Christian, a follower of Christ. You don't even know yourself. You don't know that Jesus died for you. And that authority has been given to you. You have been restored to Genesis 1, 26, 28. You have been restored. You already possess dominion character. You are a conqueror. You are a way. You decide. You are an influencer. When you arrive in a situation, you speak to the situation. Be still. Jesus is in me. And the problem, you don't even know yourself. You jump from one man to the another to jump. Because why? You are a lazy Christian. I remember... When I was in Takrade, my junior brother, who is a pastor in Maryland, those days I visited him and I went there, so Milo, Mark, Adriani, provisions. I said, Hey, go, you are fasting a lot of things. I said, People say I should fast for them, so they are brought in provisions. Oh, it's there. Church of Pentecost member, you have a prophet somewhere. Hey! Aren't you ashamed of yourself? Today, you sit in this auditorium, you still have some prophets somewhere that you revere. I'm not saying that don't go and join and pray. But there's people at pastor, it will amaze you if I show you some people. And they kind of, they have some prophets somewhere. I know everything, I'm the presiding elder. So when you do, I will hear. And some of my tears, sometimes I see you and I smile, I look at you and say, hey. Because people too can gossip about me. So when I see you, I smile. We are all work in progress. There are some people, serious Christians, who are Pentecost in and out. They have some prophets, prophetess somewhere. They revere and give money and give money and they keep on chopping their money. What is wrong with you? Eh? What is wrong with you? Why? You can pray yourself, brother. Uh, Jesus is passing through this morning. Oh, now you so open them, Papa. Who do you see I am now? So you see, before Peter said this, ordinarily, we are many people, 12 of us working with Jesus. If Jesus asked, who do people say I am? I'm sure a lot of people spoke. I'm just someone. The other one was with the crowd. This one, Jesus is with the disciples. He's asking them, who? Okay, if every... You people to who do people say I am? Who am I to you? So it, it will never be only Peter who spoke first. I'm sure Philemon, Philip will speak. I'm sure Andrew will speak. I'm sure all the, the disciples, most of them was John, the Baptist, Andrew, and all of them. Somebody. Then Jesus was listening to them with quick attention. Then Simon Peter said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. So Jesus, hear me. Those of you who, so there are some religions that say Jesus is one of the prophets. Now lie. Now lie. He is not one of the prophets to Jesus is the son of God. Simon said, you are the Christ, the son of the living one. The son of the living God. Jesus is the Christ, the son. He is not one of the prophets. As they were saying, some say, you are one of the prophets. They can't even distinguish Jesus. Very painful statement. Jesus Christ is the Son of God. 
Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I want this one to, when you go home and you sleep, you should be, Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Jesus Christ is the Son of God. So John, the, it's not only Peter who saw this. John the Baptist also saw it. John the Baptist saw it. John the chapter one. Verse 29. 129. Let me see if I got it. Then the next day, John saw Jesus coming towards him. And he said, look at the lamp of God. Look at the lamp of God who takes away the sin of the world. Look at the lamp of who? Oh, come on, follow me, church. Look at who? The lamp of who? So when you go out and the, the, the other brothers, you know we have two brothers, Abraham. You know, we are Isaac. When the other side is telling you that Jesus is one of the prophets, tell them that my friend, And Luke encountered it. He said, when John the Baptist was baptizing him, dove came upon him and a voice from heaven. This is my son in whom I am well pleased. From heaven, God himself. So God says, he's my son. Peter saw the revelation. John the Baptist saw the revelation. And this morning I am telling you also that Jesus is the son of God. Oh, Hallelujah. Let me quickly hurry up. Why did Jesus come? Why did he come? Why? He came to seek. Now listen to me. Jesus came to seek and save. S and S. He came to seek and save that which was lost. He brought salvation. Labra, Lebra, Sokepa. Luke 19.10. Luke 19.10. Luke 19.10. He came. Jesus came to seek S and S and save. So Jesus Purposely, for the Son of Man came to seek and save what was lost. The purpose of Jesus' coming is summed up in this. So it was the Church of Pentecost possessing nations, agent of this is the theme, broad view. He came to seek. Now, when you break into, I will build my church. Move me to Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4. So let this be on your hand and see what Jesus came to do. He said that, Theo, give me Luke chapter 4 verse 18. The Spirit of God is upon me. This morning Jesus came to seek. So if you are here and you don't know Jesus, if you are here and you are invited by somebody here and you don't know Jesus, I came to tell you that the main purpose, the ultimate theme of Jesus was that he came to seek, looking for people. Those who are lost, those who are lost, those who are being destroyed, those who are in captivity. Jesus came looking for people who are entangled with law. Jesus came to look for people who in their family, nobody chops 40 years. Jesus came to look for people who cannot hold one million in their hands. Jesus came to look for people who are burdened and heavy laden. And Jesus brought them rest. So that was the overall theme. Now in Luke 4, he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Jesus came to preach the gospel to the poor. Jesus came to tell you that your spiritual poverty, your economic hardship, he came to take it away. So this morning, if you are here and you are in captivity, if poverty has blinded your mind, I came to announce to you that the reason why Jesus came is to take you away from that economic quagmire. To proclaim liberty, freedom to the captives. Hey, if you are here, I want to stop, but I can't stop. You are in captivity. This morning, I need those people. We will break it in Jesus' name. Oh, your amen is under infusion. Your amen is under infusion. I ask for my house. 
It is difficult to marry. Yet your jeep will be a bar. Need in it. And quench you. Hallelujah. Yet your jeep will be a bar. Need in it. And once was When we break down the ultimate thing possessing the nation, and we get this in Luke chapter 4. That's why I'm driving. I want you to make the comparison. He came to preach the what is the gospel? The other day I said, when Jesus says, I came to preach the gospel to the poor, what is the gospel? The gospel is that when you follow me, Jesus Christ, me, I am the holder of all riches, it is in my hand. I distribute it to those I want. So if you serve me faithfully, and there are family curses. Hovering around your head, I will send the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit takes possession of you, He makes the road clearer. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And God, Genesis 1, created heaven and earth, and that earth was filled with emptiness. Life that is void, empty life. Jesus will send the Holy Spirit to smoothen it. We have come from far. If you want to go to my hometown, you drive no less than six hours. You drive to Takwa, the three, four. You pass to Takwa. Then if you want to enter the village, where we all come from, myself, Tobinko, all of us. It takes you another 45 minutes and you are there. When you get there, you know that. Some of us in our houses, there are goats in Konyadain. How do we say it in English? My father was a chief. We are the Takwa is administrative head. So my father was the Kontihine. What? In Konyagumifie, what? In Amekanya Mesamino. But Jesus came to my house. My God. When I went to the U.S., all the brothers we met, all of us, everybody has become a pastor. It's amazing. It's amazing. Seth has his church in Maryland. Kenneth is almost moving to New Orleans as a pastor. Kinsley is an elder. Myself, and I'm an elder. So we sat down one evening and we were making self-introspection. And my brother said, it's amazing how all of us. Because where we came from, because in the family, my father, pastor, my father married eight women, 21 children. This is one you give it to three, but it's okay, it's okay. I am begging my wife, let's add, but it's okay. When I went to Liberia, she said, those days I didn't know, you come here and impregnate me roughly, today I know. <laughs> I said, even Jerry was first, you are to know for me, break it. We are damn it, your baba, come and I have four. 21! If you bring fight to a doorstep, you meet your meter. Because we chop to two. If I remove my shirt, you see, I have three, I so when I hold the bottle, once the bottle touches my hair, it will crack. Hey, now I And we went to a certain church. I'm not here to mention them. My name is St. Anthony. You should know the church. I remember when I became it. Thank you to my uncle. Elder Charles Kokutobing. When I came to stay with him, he didn't do anything. He didn't force me to go to Pentecost. Sunday morning, everybody will go to his church. But morning devotion, you will do. Then the Holy Spirit took over. 
Then one day I went to Church of Pentecost. I enjoyed the service. Palladium. And Francis said, Jay was singing. I said, no, 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 this is where I have to be. This is the church. This is the church. <laughs> Young man, man, you say, 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 say. Today, Christ, you can see Jesus has worked on me, you. Then Jesus touched me. So that's your two know that you are master. You won't talk who talk who born dog. Jesus came into the life and he broke the captivity. This morning, Jesus is passing through. What captivity are you in? You are a very cantankerous woman in that environment. What hammer, ham, quarrel, quarrel. Everybody knows. Don't mind that church of Pentecost man anymore. The way they like fighting. Please break that captivity. In the name of, lift up your right hand, lift up your right hand, lift up your right hand. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, every captivity hovering over your life, I break it in Jesus' name. I break it in Jesus' name. Put your hands down. And Jesus said, I came to those of you who are oppressed. Oppressors rule. Oppressors rule. Oppressor. Their husbands in this auditorium, the way they are oppressing their wives. The way they are treating their wives. Hello. There are some women, married women in this auditorium. The way they are treating their husbands. You cannot do that and come to church. You cannot. You cannot. You cannot, you cannot misbehave like that and come here and say you're a Christian. Huh? A certain lady jumped into my car front one day after church. She started weeping. Elder, you couldn't do the way you are the Yemen. Elder, you couldn't hear me. You, no sex for six months. Married couple. Oh yeah, if he was with me an officer, who we'll suspend him immediately. It's nonsense. The gospel is for correction. 2 Tim 316. 2 Timothy. It's for correction. It's for correction. That's it. You cannot do that. You yourself, you say you are, you are, you are, you are already to, you are ready to marry. Chris, mama, time Then you go and marry somebody's daughter. Abba, you bring the daughter from his parents' home and bring him to your house. Then you can go at one a.m. You come when they call you. You pick when they do this. You pick what? What? What the hell? What are you talking about? Because the woman has nobody to talk. The woman has nobody to defend. So you sit in that house and misbehave. What your koso? Keep on doing. I'm advising you this morning that Jesus is passing through. Change, change your lifestyle. Change. Way, this way, Jesus is passing this way. Is passing this way right now. Let me go. Jesus is passing this way. Hey, this way. Hey, this way. Oh, Jesus is passing this way. Oh, it's passing this way right now. I get angry. And sometimes when I look at you in church, Pastor, I feel like, ah, how can you do? look? It touches my heart. Women are weaker side. Let me address this. They are weak already. They are weak already. Then you go and you know that the lady's back, there's nobody. Oh, Musenichi, Obi, and you And what's that? Miano. So then, Miano. You dress No money for the woman. You come and sit here and say you're coming to church. Get up and go. 
It saddens my heart. Young men in the church. They will go and deceive a very fine lady. I want to marry you. They will chop you. And when you call them, they won't pick the call. Who they call Sotina Hanayesa? I have said that if you see a young lady in the church and you want to marry her, go straight as a sister. I have been observing you. You are very beautiful. I want to start life with you. I want to marry you. If she says no, come and tell me. You be bold and come and tell me. I will go and ask that lady, young lady, do you have any problem with this gentleman? Let me know the problem. We will resolve it together. Because you don't know the future of that young man. What? When I, when I told my wife I would marry her, she didn't know I would become like this. One day I saw some pictures of myself. I said, yeah, it went and I'm going to come Some talkers and uh, Spancy, are you here? Spancy, Spancy Square. She didn't come. Hey, Charlie, hey. Hey, knowing Jesus opens your eyes. When you know Jesus, he teaches you how to dress. Change your life. Treat women well. Treat man. Treat somebody well. Treat human beings well. For you don't know the future. Treat human beings well, brother. Treat your husband well. Treat your husband well. Treat your husband well. Oppressive rule. Oppressive rule. Jesus came to break it. He came to break it. Now, let me take you through the process that Jesus had to go through to save you. When I'm done, I'll be done. That will be my last. Give me Hebrews chapter 2. The process that Jesus had to go through to give you all this comfort. That today I'm saying, come and serve him. So let's start from 5. Hebrews 2, 5. We must pay more careful attention, therefore, to what we have heard. So that we do not drift away, move. So I said two, five. I don't want to start from one. It will be too long. You are starting me from one. Hebrews chapter two and verse five. Okay. So in the nutshell, what the Bible is trying to say is that Jesus Christ was made lower, a bit lower than the angels. It is not an angel that he had subjected the world to come, about which we are speaking. Go ahead. But there is a place where someone has testified. What is man that you are mindful of? The son of man you kept as a mate. Go ahead. I want to. You made him a little lower than angels. You crowned him with glory and honor. Go enter. And put everything under his feet. This is man. This is man. Let me pause here. This is man. God made us a little bit lower than angels. He placed all those. This is in connect, it is connecting to Genesis 1, 26, 28. Okay? And everything under his feet. Putting everything under him. God left nothing and is subject to him. Yet present we do not see anything subject to him. Nine. But we see Jesus. Who was made a little lower. Because of this. Because Jesus had to be save us, had to come and save us. He had to be made a little lower than angels. Can you imagine? Why? Because he had to be 100% man. So as soon as Jesus became man, he became lower than angels. Can you imagine? Why? Because he just wants to save you. He had to go through this process of becoming man. Though angels worship him. Even though angels worship him. For you to be saved. For that character to be broken. For that curse to be taken away. He had to become like a man. So that angels could have authority over him. That is Jesus. So you move on. No, you go to the nine. Let me, let me hit one more point there. Now, crowned with him glory and honor because 
he suffered death. That's where I'm coming. So that by the grace of God, he might taste death for everyone. Jesus had to suffer death. Jesus, I can imagine Pontius Pilate. Early morning, he had not tasted. They brought Jesus before him. And the man was speaking as he had. Why? I tell people sometimes, when your husband is speaking, just be quiet. Jesus was quiet. Why? You think he couldn't have defended himself? You think so? But he kept quiet. Kept quiet. Suffer. He suffered on the cross. Eli, Eli, Lama, Sabatari, because of you. So move to 13, 11, 11, move to 11. He calls us brothers. Jesus calls us brothers. He had to stoop low, the creator of heaven and earth. Hey, he has to call us brothers so that we could taste salvation. And then 14. He shared our humanity even though he's unlimited and perfect God. Jesus had to taste our humanity. So he knows that we are weak sometimes. He knows that we are weak. So Jesus had to go down to be a human being, to feel it when be tempted. So that when the lady is tempting you with his back, the way they work. When they are tempting you, Jesus said, Father, me to assault this one. But for my godly nature, I would have maybe brought for. So forgive them. So Jesus is at the right hand of the Father, speaking on your behalf daily. That's it. He is interceding for you. So you cannot live your life anyhow. You cannot walk on this earth anyhow. When somebody has been beaten because of you, that would be unfair. So by accepting the Lord Jesus Christ, he changes the status quo. Some of you, you are very lucky, as I'm bringing my message to an end, that you have appeared before a very good judge. Very, very, very lucky. And can turn him a bow or smash it. Nukubu or Nukubu, what's the name? You are very lucky. In John chapter 8, let me say this and end. The Sadducees and the Pharisees brought a woman. They said, Jesus, this one, adulterous woman. This one, she was caught. Now, let me explain this and go and sit down. Now, when you are caught in an offense, you have to be sent to a judge to pronounce on you your charges and apparently put you into bars and then put your charge and all those things. So they cannot inflict the punishment on you until a judge has spoken. So when they call Jesus, they send Jesus from one head to the another, to another judge, for them to say that he is guilty, go and stone him. He is guilty, go and baptize him. So when they caught the woman, they brought him very fortunate, very fortunate for the woman. They brought him to the greatest judge. I was thinking that if this woman had appeared before Pontius Pilate, you are lucky. You have appeared before Christ today with all your weakness. Very lucky. Jesus looked at the woman and looked at them. And they asked me, this one, Oga, it is written in the law. The consequences of this sin is stoning. Moses' law, it is there. Clear, Article 19, it is there. The law has to be written and you have to be charged against the law. Ha, and then they said that Jesus, this one is Article 20, Mosaic Law. It is there. That when a woman is adulterous and we catch him, the consequences is stoning. This one, no two ways. We are holding our stone. Just judge. Let's finish. The way some of you have followed some people's husbands, if they mention your name somewhere, if they had to drag you to some God, you would have seen. But you have appeared before Judge Christo. And Jesus looked at the woman and looked at them and started writing on the floor. I can see you holding a stone. You want to stone this woman for adultery. The other day in your office, you two, you stole 5,000. Then Kofi Antobam is reading uh, with the stone away. I can see you're also here holding a stone. 
Oh, you want to stone today? Forgetting that you also chased somebody's wife the other day. That prayer couldn't look at them then. When Jesus had finished, nobody, nobody, and then he asked the woman, if nobody profess any charges against you, woman, I have no authority, I won't profess any charges. Go and sin no more. This morning, go and sin no more. Any sin from January to today, February 10, go and sin no more. Jesus has just passed here and he wants me to tell you, go and sin no more. Please, I want you to understand, I have ended, that if you don't know Jesus, if you don't know this man I've just talked about, the destiny changer, if you don't know him, I am giving you an opportunity. Please, come forward. Or you lift up your hand. If you have not stand anywhere to profess Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, lift your hand up. I want to help you. What I received some years ago, which has transformed my life, which has brought compassion in my heart. Today, I want to transfer the same spirit to you. Come forward. Come forward. Come. If somebody is sitting closer to you, let the person accompany you. Come. Let's help you accept Jesus. That's all the reason why I came here today. Come and accept Jesus. Come and let me introduce to you the person who transformed my life. Come forward. Come forward. Jesus is passing this way. Oh, come forward. I'm looking forward to you. This way. This way. This way. Jesus is coming. Passing through this morning in the service. He is passing this way. Jesus is passing this way. 